This podcast was first broadcast on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Go to radioverulam.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts and if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now, coming up later, Wilderhood Watchers' latest challenge for you, and also how the wonderful people of Wheatumstead have pulled together to get to grips with litter. But first... Undeterred by the latest COVID lockdown, St Albans Extinction Rebellion continue their non-violent direct action to bring about awareness of and action on climate change. Nigel Harvey of St Albans Extinction Rebellion joined me to explain what they've been up to and why. Nigel, thank you for joining me. So Extinction Rebellion did a protest at Barclays. What exactly did you do? Well, during the evening, we turned up a small number of us socially distanced with a large number of stickers and placed the stickers all over the windows and the cash machine. And those stickers had various um, slogans on them that basically drew attention to the failure of Barclays Bank to tackle the climate crisis. Okay. so what kind of things did they say? They said, said things like... The fact that Barclays is the largest funder in Europe of fossil fuels and the climate crisis, and that it's the second worst organisation when it comes to financing biodiversity loss. So it was it was actually telling the truth about what Barclays are, are, are doing. Okay, so aren't all banks basically the same when it comes to climate change? You know, historically, they've perhaps invested in things like um, oil companies. Is Barclays any different? Uh, Barclays is is the worst, uh, by, uh, by absolutely. Uh, quite a lot of the large ones, though you're right, are in, in a similar situation. Barclays, HSBC, Santander uh, all have unfortunately continued to finance fossil fuel projects since the Paris Agreement was signed. And Barclays alone, these are eye-watering numbers, has financed nearly a hundred billion pounds of climate-destroying projects since the Paris Agreement was signed at the end of 2015. I mean, that's that's just a, a horrendous amount of money. Even even in these COVID times, £100 billion is an enormous amount of money, isn't it? So presumably you'd like Barclays to do something about this. But, you know, the fact that you put the signs there for everybody to see, what are you asking um, us to do? Well, I think we can. this is something that we can all do, because actually, as customers, we can make a difference. And in fact, I'm, I, I'm currently banking with Santander, but I, I googled the name of the chief executive. I emailed him and asked him what he was doing about financing the climate crisis. He came back, or one of his oppos came back and told me that, um, gave me a, a number for the uh, the amount of money they were putting into green projects, but refused to tell me the amount of money they were putting into um, uh, fossil fuel projects. And on that basis, I, myself and uh, my wife, Claire, decided to move our account from Santander to a, 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 a bank that actually cares about the environment. So actually asking the question of your bank, and if they're not willing to even tell you 
how much uh, fossil fuels they're financing, then I would say you're putting pressure on them, but then make the move. Because moving your money from a, uh, from a bank like Barclays or Santander to, the bank, uh, to, a, to a bank that is better for the environment is one of the most effective ways in which we can make a difference. Because okay, so, so why, why is that so important? Why is our money such a powerful tool for change? Uh, very simply, because if if Bar- when Barclays put in money to, for example, drilling in the Arctic, or to uh, fracking, or to tar sands oil removal, the money they put in is the money they get from elsewhere, and that is, frankly, any one of us consumers who are giving them our money to look after. So if we can stop giving them our money, they won't have it to invest in in some of these projects. They're currently even investing in what's going to be the world's largest new coal mine. I mean, why we would want to open a new coal mine when we all know the dangers of burning coal just beggars belief. Okay, so... We don't really want people just to listen to what you say, have this. People, you know, obviously moving your bank account, moving your money is quite an important um, decision for people to make. Where can they find out more information so that they can decide for themselves about, um, what, you know, where might be a good place for, for their money to go? There's, there's actually quite a lot of information out there. Um, if you Google ethical consumer, you come up with a great website that lists all the banks from really good to really bad. Alternatively, go to www.switchit, S-W-I-T-C-H-I-T, dot money. So www.switchit.money. And that will tell you whether your bank is good, average or bad. So, in fact, um, we, we did that. We went and had a look and, and uh, two of the banks that came out top were either the Nationwide or a bank called Triados. And so we're moving our money to, uh, to Triados. Okay, so there are definitely other options out there. And as you say, even if you decide not to move your account, there is still things that you can do um, as an account holder. Nigel Harvey, thank you very much indeed for joining me. Thank you, Amanda. Needless to say, Nigel's comments should not be taken as financial advice and you should seek advice from a financial expert if in doubt. Now, I got in touch with Barclays Bank for their comments. A Barclays spokesperson said, we want to take a leading role in tackling climate change as we recognise that it is one of the greatest challenges facing the world today. Our ambition is to become a net zero bank by 2050 and we've made a firm commitment to align our entire financing portfolio to the goals of the Paris Agreement. That means our own operations and the financing we do for our clients in every sector will support the transition towards a low carbon economy. Now, the Wildhood Watch is a group of neighbourhoods around St Albans working to make their streets and gardens better for wildlife. And they're gearing up for a new challenge. I spoke to coordinator Nadia Bishara. Nadia, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So were you pleased with how the summer sunflower challenge went? Yes, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. I think people were just really enthusiastic about it. Um, Overall, we managed to distribute more than 2,000 sunflower seeds, but as far as we know, almost 2,000 got planted. And um, we had loads of photos coming back to us seeing these wonderful sunflowers around St. Albans. It It was really good. 
It certainly was. What lovely sunny days and beautiful sunny sights with those gorgeous sunflowers. You're absolutely right. Really cheery, weren't they? So the next challenge, what are you challenging the Wilderhood Watch and indeed the rest of us to now? Right. Well, we're just calling it our Winter Hedgehog Sign Challenge. And this is basically on the back of um, research from Nottingham Trent University um, saying, um, just showing disturbing numbers of hedgehogs being killed on our roads and saying that best thing to do is somehow to change driver behavior so they're more aware of hedgehogs crossing and they change their behavior somehow to to stop killing them on the roads so we just thought why don't we give away our hedgehog signs so basically it's just a big sign it's got a hedgehog on it and it says 20 miles per hour and it basically is just hopefully just reminding people to just look out for small animals crossing Okay, so I mean, this isn't legally obliging, as no. it is. This more of an awareness raising, oh, do you think? Absolutely, and it's, it's awareness raising, and I think maybe just showing a little bit of solidarity between neighbours. That actually, we we would all like people to dr- be driving a little slower along our residential roads, and um, hedgehogs are just one good reason not to. Of course, there are a million other reasons why we shouldn't be driving fast on our road. You've had these signs available for a little while now. You're doing a push on them now. They used to be £10 a time. Is that still the case, Nadia? Right. Well, we've managed to get them slightly cheaper. They're now £7.50. But we've decided we're just going to absorb the cost. Um, We've got various kind of fundraising things on the go at the moment actually we're um we're selling our um christmas cards and doing quite well there so um we make a little bit of money um to help with it and we just really thought we just want to give them away um we've made it really easy for people to put up we've just drilled some holes and put some cable ties through top and bottom so they're really easy to install um just to try to get people to put them up although they're, they're costing the wildhood watch money yeah. you're you're actually giving them to people for And can anybody get in touch with you and ask for one of these signs or are you just restricting this to people on Wilderhood Watch streets? No, um, the whole idea about the challenge is actually to to reach people beyond the Wilderhood Watch streets. So we already generally people um, are doing a hedgehog project along their road, which involves um, putting the little hedgehog highways in between the gardens and all sorts of things like that. Generally, most people have a couple of um, the hedgehog signs, hedgehog street signs on their streets. So we're making this a little bit different. We've changed the design slightly. So it doesn't say Hedgehog Street and it's it's just a hedgehog and 20 miles per hour. So anybody in St Albans can have a sign. If we could sort of think, actually, that's not a bad idea. Like 